We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 Fan. B. Mitchell Finley Show is brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. That's R-U-U-D. And remember, if it ain't Rude... It ain't right. That's correct. It is high noon in the District of Columbia. That it is. Um, Quick question for the boys, as I wasn't here yesterday. How old are these pretzel rod joints that were sitting out there? I saw them here yesterday. I don't know how how old they are. They taste kind of good, but old. All right. Um, Nandini, can you get me uh, Adam Peters talking thought it was a good question about what he's got here because we got to be honest, man. This thing started rough in San Francisco. It started rough out there. It took them they, – they had two bad years in San Fran to open it up. They went 6-10 and 4-12. and 12. They won 10 games in two years. Look at Washington. They went 4-13 and 13 and had the worst point differential in the NFL. Nobody made the Pro Bowl. Not one Pro Bowler. Mm -hmm. 21 landfill. Adam Peters on what he's taking over in D.C. There's a lot of of good things about this this building. First first and foremost, just walking through here today, there's a ton of great people in this building. So it's really, this is not a total rebuild. This is a wonderful building group of people here that just needs leadership that's what I think is the biggest thing is we need leadership and an aligned vision so that's what I'm going to bring here along with Josh and our head coach and I don't think there's wholesale changes needed I just think we need leadership here and and that's what we're here to bring so a couple things um he's here to bring leadership for Mm -hmm. sure um I, I think the aligned vision stuff is very real I think the vision in Washington under Ron Rivera was like a, a windsock. Like, it just changed all the time. Mm-hmm. Whatever the, the identity of the team they were trying to build, it just seemed like they made contradictory moves. Like, you, you talk about wanting to run the ball, building a run-first physical team, and then you bring in, I mean, what the stats will tell you is the most pass-happy play caller in the league. Like, you knew he was coming from KC. You know that Andy Reid believes in throwing it a ton. Like, some of that just, it's, a lot of the stuff doesn't add up. Yeah, but now there's an aligned vision, so I, I buy into that. Also, when he's talking about there's a lot of really good people here, he's probably not going to be able to turn over the whole front office staff before the draft. That's just not how it works. Probably not. So he doesn't really want to drag a bunch of dudes that he's going to work with for the next four months. Mm. There, there's some reality there. 
But B, I ask you this, and then we'll get to the phones. I know folks are out there, 800-636-1067. Who are the cornerstones? Terry is a cornerstone. If you, if you, I can go on a, I can go on the offensive side and give you. Um, I think Brian Robinson. Uh, yeah, Robinson. I could give you. Um, Cosby. Cosby. I can. That's about it. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at some of these veterans, right? I think Terry and Duran are locked in. I think John Allen, no guaranteed money on his deal, and frankly, I think you could look at. The salary for next, like, you could argue he's underpaid because what has happened at the D-tackle position since he signed his last deal, it has exploded. Yeah. Leno, no guaranteed money. Logan Thomas, no guaranteed money. Curtis Samuel, it's a void year on his deal. Um, You know, Cosme, honestly, if I was Adam Peters, I'd be trying to get an extension done with Cosme now. Now is the time. Going into the last year of his deal, second-round rookie deal, he'll get paid. Guards get paid. Um, and if you get that done early, I think I think there's a real chance Jamin Davis isn't even on the roster next year. If you, if you get into – they have to make a decision on his fifth-year option this spring. And by and large, what have we seen? I, I, I don't see a scenario where you pick up a fifth year fully guaranteed deal for for Davis. I, that doesn't mean he can't come back. You could always tag him or something, mm-hmm. but I just I don't see how you can offer to guarantee 25 for a young man that hasn't shown that he deserves to be paid like the top 10 players of the position. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see that. And what we what history tells us is if you don't pick up an option on a guy. That guy rarely finishes his contract here. Two most recent examples would be Chase Young, who was traded at the trade deadline. And prior to that, it was Josh Doxson, who was out of football. Um, Dave is not an out-of-football type. He's an NFL player. But I don't know that we've seen the improvement out of a third-year backer at this point to 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 expect more. Uh-huh. I think you're talking about I mean, the true cornerstone players, McLaurin, Payne, Allen, but I think Allen might, I think he might want more money. I I think there's a lot that could happen there. Um, Leno, I don't believe will be back. Logan, it will be interesting. I think they probably try to go young at tight end. Mm -hmm. Um, Dotson, obviously, he's on a rookie deal. He showed you enough as a rookie that you at least want to see what else, how it could go in year three. Uh, let's hit these phones, though, because folks want to tell us who they believe are the cornerstones. Johnny down in Virginia Beach. What up, Johnny? Hey, appreciate you guys taking my call, man. All right, man. I, listen, I asked I, um... for calls. You called. I took them. It's what I always do, <laughs> despite what people say. <laughs> oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, man, I had a really – I had a few ideas, honestly, for the whole ordeal here. Um, let's just say we get Ben Johnson, right? Um who are we going to take with that uh, number two pick, man? Another UNC quarterback that holds onto the ball too long, Caleb Williams, a guy that wants a piece of the franchise. You know, I think the answer is Jaden Daniels. The dude's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's got a great arm, 40 touchdowns to like five interceptions. Um, he can run. Um, and for an offensive coordinator, just to start out with, I think you got Daryl Bevel down in Miami. 
got Jared Johnson, who's the uh, quarterback's coach for the Texans, man. Um, great options. And like you were saying, some veteran leadership for the defensive coordinator position. Um, you got Wink Martindale, who, believe it or not, has had one of the better defenses over the past couple of years. And then, say, Anthony Weaver doesn't get his uh, his head coaching job. He's a great option. Um, and uh, let's just see what happens, man. What do you guys think? Thank you, brother. A um, lot of options, man. A lot of yeah. options. Um, Landfill, can you congratulate Jeff on just doing an elite job of uh, screening the calls there? The question, <laughs> who are the franchise cornerstones? <laughs> the answer yeah, I want to know who they're going to draft at number two. <laughs> and here's a list of possible offensive coordinator candidates. Um, you got a sound effect for it? I didn't know where you were going. Um, I, but what Johnny in Virginia Beach is absolutely right about, the franchise cornerstone is going to be who they take at number two. There you go. That's the, the new one. That's, <laughs> That's like, the new. Like, we don't know what the marketing materials are going to look like for next season. But what I do know is that whoever gets picked at number two is going to be on it's the cover on of the him. magazine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, It's too early. I tend to lean Daniels. But I, I think the pre-draft process is really going to matter with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we know enough. <laughs> um, let's go to Russ in West Virginia. What up, Russ? Who the cornerstones hey, for you? Good morning. Yeah, I was looking at the, you know, like y'all said, I, I liked uh, uh, McLaurin, I liked uh, Deron, and I like Brian Robinson. And then, like I say, you don't know about Allen, but yeah, I think they're the cornerstones. And then the coaches, I don't know, you know, the enemy, what happens with that, but yeah, I, I just, I, I think that I, I damn sure don't think Dan Quinn, <laughs> because uh, you know, I just, I, I look at the, his whole record with the Atlanta Falcons as well, and uh, and he, and he won the one year with. Uh, Shanahan, so I'm going off topic a little bit. And then I'm taking up for my guy, B. Mitch. Uh, listen, man, I are a Super Bowl champion. I are a running back, special team, special, <laughs> kickoff runner. Listen, man, that other one slinging Girl Scout cookies in the Arena League, you know, I think they need to get him off the air. We need to listen to Super Bowl champions on the air, not someone talking about that stuff. You know what I mean? You, Go to the Arena League. Go All to right. the Arena League and talk. All Thank right. you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Russ. All right. Lots of decompress there. <laughs> We're trying to keep things above board here. Um, but, you know, not only the number two pick, I thought of another one. You know who had a really good second half of the season? Quan Martin. I he think Quan Martin's no. a. Quan, he played down the stretch, though. I think that's a guy that can help you. But you and know, he tackles. Right. You know what? Another decision here? Cam Curl. Yeah. It, it sure looks like he's headed to free agency, don't you think? Look like it. Damn sure looks like it. Um, I liked what I saw, and, and I'm not calling these guys cornerstones, but I liked what I saw from KJ Henry, too, um, late in the year. And maybe even Chris Rodriguez. You got to figure. I would expect Antonio Gibson is headed to free agency. I don't think they're going to work out a new deal with him. Mm-hmm. It's. I, I think this roster could look wildly different. Oh, it, it, it probably will. Um, I don't know if this is going to work, Landfill, but your guy Charlie in College Park is on the line. And it's twenty twenty four, man. I, new year, new us. 
Charlie, who are your franchise cornerstones? Whoa, whoa. Charlie's hey, on the hey, water. Charlie. Charlie sounds like he's in a submarine. Jeff, see if you can straighten out Charlie. Um, landline Tony, always crystal clear. Let's go. <laughs> Do you need to respond to Charlie Landfill? <laughs> you just sit. You got it. It's an audio medium. So tell the people how excited you are that the phone didn't work. Of course it didn't work. <laughs> and if it did work, he would have talked about anything but franchise cornerstones for 12 minutes. And then he would have said Antonio Gibson's fumbling ass is in a franchise <laughs> cornerstone in the last five seconds of the call. I'm so happy his phone didn't work. Jeff, who are your cornerstones for this commander's team? Adam Peters said there's a few. Terry is definitely one. Terry is one. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say Sam Cosney. Not on a limb. Brian and I already said him. But you're- <laughs> oh, my bad. I was over here trying to get my computer together. I didn't hear that. Part. All good. I agree uh, with you, though. We know that. And then I'm going to have to go with B Rob. Yeah, we that, did that one too. That's one of my cornerstones. Okay. That's it for right now that I can think of. Allen and Payne. Now, in the in the if we if we had to get rid of one of them, I wouldn't be mad. If it bought in more picks, if they're not happy here and they want to go somewhere else, I wouldn't be mad. You know, I would thank them for their time here in Washington. But if it if we could get some more pieces, you know, by building through the draft, how our GM said he wanted to do, I wouldn't be upset with it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think Payne contractually sticks around for sure. I think John's a little more interesting because just guarantees and the way things are structured. Yeah, and also I come to that conclusion with that just based off the remarks of John at the end of the season. And that's I think I think Harris pays attention to the media, like what his guys say in the media as far as on the team. So I, if he's not happy here and don't want to be for the for a rebuild, I think you know Harris will relay that message to to Adam, and they'll work something out as far as getting him to stay or packaging him up somewhere else and getting some more picks. I think there's this mindset. Among a lot of Commanders fans, and I'm I, I'm using you as an example here, Jeff. Like, oh, we'll package it up, get some picks. Like, NFL trades just don't they don't they don't they, they don't they don't change your whole team. They don't like well, one they don't change your whole team, but two they don't happen all that often. Like, yeah. I I think if you're talking about like I think releases happen far more often than trades, and so for there's this thought process where it's like, oh, just trade them, just trade them, just trade them. Like, it, a lot of times it just doesn't work. So I think people need to be aware that if you want, like, these massive changes, it might just mean they cut a dude and have more cap space. Oh, and by the way, they're probably not going to go cap. They're probably not going to be a spending spree coming. I'll see if you can uh, get me 23 real quick. Yes, they have $75 million in cap space. But that doesn't mean they're going to spend it all. That doesn't mean they're going to go out and go nuts. Here's Adam Peters talking about team building. I find this a very similar situation from when we got to San Francisco in 2017. Uh, a lot of great similarities, so I have a lot to lean on from that experience, both things we did well and things we didn't. 
but ultimately we're going to build through the draft here and supplement through free agency. We're going to be very process driven and diligent in who in who we select in free agency, but we're going to build through the draft here. That's what they did in San Fran. I mean, it's easy to look at Bosa and McCaffrey, but George Kittle was a fifth rounder. Fred Warner was a third rounder. Yeah. Um, great organizations build through the draft, and it's not about it's not about just hitting on your first rounders. Hitting on yeah, your yeah, first hit rounders. On all of them. Hitting on your first rounders has to be a given. See, that's the one thing that I, I'm 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 happy that this guy has had a lot of success drafting guys that were not. Right. Uh, Fred first Warner is the third and, and rounder. Because we have gotten to a point where it's all we think about. And there's no team ever in the history of uh, football that was built with just first rounders. So you're going to have to have other people out there. And what you do, you coach them up and you get the best out of them. And develop them. Yeah. A player can get better from year one to year two to year three. Like, develop. The one position I would spend money on, Brian, mm-hmm. Get a legit veteran linebacker. Spend a little bit of money. And we'll see as the as the offseason actually gets closer. Right now, Devin White from the Bucks tracks to be a free agent. Um dude Josie Jewell uh for the Broncos. Like more guys will emerge. Even Bobby Wagner. He is not the player he once was, but like you need some adult, you need some dudes in that locker room. Yeah. They haven't had a dude at backer probably since London was playing. Maybe I'm forgetting somebody, but it's been a minute. Yeah. And it, or either get you a badass young dude that knows how to play that middle linebacker position. Speaking of badass young dudes, Ben White joins the program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So, B, it was Monday night. What did you watch on that night? Yeah, so I heard that the next day. The Emmys going against the NFL were down 30% and only had 4 million viewers. Don't pick the fight Why'd with the Why'd you NFL? do that, dummies? Yeah. Uh, you know who's smart is our friend Mr. Ben White, Chief Wall Street Correspondent for The Messenger. Ben joins us now. 
Ben, you're a busy guy. It's a volatile time in the world. Did you get to lock into the Adam Peters press conference at all, and how excited are you? Uh, I did not get to lock into it. I would love to get excited about it, but you're going to have to tell me about it because I didn't uh, see it. So uh, what did I miss? Sorry, I've been uh, swallowed up in a world of finance and economics and uh, and other stuff. So give me give me a quick rundown. I, you know, I think what was most impressive was just him kind of talking about the process here. And honestly, what I think might mean the most to Commanders fans, and listen, nobody's going to take a job and then be like, yeah, I didn't really want to be here, right? Like, nobody's going to yeah, do that. Nah, but when he says that Washington was the job he wanted and it was because yeah. of ownership and because of the opportunity, what we know is this dude had other suitors. He cho- right. he chose to come to Washington, not because he couldn't go anywhere else, but because he believes in Harris and this opportunity. And for you yeah. as a Commanders fan, that's got to feel great. No, it does. I mean, you know, I like everything I've uh, I've heard, and I've you know I've actually you know seen the guy speak and um, uh, gotten a sense for the excitement and uh, you know a little bit of uh, uh, kind of hope uh, in the future. And if you know he's connected to Josh, I mean, you wouldn't need your GM connected to your money man and your owner, and you get that squared away, and things usually um, you know work out uh, a little bit better than they have for us in the past but yeah no i'm stoked i mean if if he wanted to be here uh you know young uh dynamic dude uh with a uh, an owner who's got the money to to pay for talent and to pay for new you know head coach and everybody else uh yeah i'm excited about it you know it's like uh hard to get too excited about the commanders in the off season watching all the other teams in the playoffs but you know you do what you got to do but ben i like You've been a, you you are a real fan of this football team, and I know we've yeah. had these uh, levels before. For some reason, this just seems to be a little different than what it did previously. And I know it's hard for a lot of fans to really get overly excited when they've seen excitement in off seasons before. Right? Yeah, exactly. We've won a lot of off seasons, uh, B. Mitch. You know, I feel like we were the kings of the off season for a number of years, and that uh, it off didn't do champs, much. Baby. To- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unbeaten uh, off-season champion. So, you know, whatever. Uh, you can joke about that all you want, but it sounds like a good thing. I, I feel like, uh, you know, we're moving in the right direction on the front of, uh, you know, personnel in the, in the front office, and that's big. And obviously, you know, we got draft decisions to make and head coaching decisions to make and, and all the rest of it, uh, you know, coming down the pipeline. But uh, if you get this one right, that's a pretty big pretty big deal. I mean, from a guy who grew up with Bobby Beathard as the GM and under Jack Kent Cook and how beautiful that was, you know, like, uh, he just went and did his job and did it really well and uh, quietly built really great teams and an owner who said, go do it. You know, I'm not messing with you. you, you you're my guy. Uh, if you need me, I'm here. Otherwise, uh, I trust you. Uh, that's huge in a football organization. Uh, we had that for many years in Washington. And yeah. then we didn't have it for many years. <laughs> for many years. I mean, Brian and I were talking about it. It's huge for any organization. Mm-hmm. You got to trust your yeah. boss. is going to put anchor. you in the right spots. Yeah. Um, exactly. I, I did want to ask you about two results that I'm guessing you enjoyed. Um, one of them happened in <laughs> Dallas, and one of them happened in Tampa. Cowboys get smoked at home, give up almost 50 points. Eagles look 
thoroughly outclassed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Legitimate chance one or either of those coaches could get fired. How much do you love the demise of the Eagles and the Cowboys? I mean, it's a, it's a little embarrassing to me for the NFC East in general. You know, there's that. So, But I am very, very happy, particularly when the Cowboys lose and the fact that they got decimated by just a – you know, unbelievably uh, great performance by the Packers and Jordan Love, who just looked out of sight. Like I hadn't watched him that much over the years, a little bit, you know, but never focused in like I did in this game. And he was out of his head. I mean, he was making throws on third and long that were absurd. Uh, and Dallas just, just never got it going. And the uh, offense was nowhere. Dak was off. And the Eagles have stunk since they were 10-1. and one. I mean, like, really stunk. Uh, it's just been a bad team. I wasn't at all surprised that they lost that game. I didn't think they'd get embarrassed like they did because huh. uh, it's still a good team with good players. But I, I don't know the explanation to that. You all would know better than I. I know maybe injuries, who knows. But, like, what the heck happened to the Eagles? Uh, people lost faith in what was being yeah. taught to them, I can say that. Yeah, I, it's hard to believe anything else. Um you know what's so. what's you're right though to point out, <laughs> you know, like we all enjoyed the Cowboys falling apart and the Eagles falling apart. Washington yeah. went zero and four against those two teams. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's not really. We have nowhere to. <laughs> but I know, said this to, to be. It's pure Schadenfreude. I mean, it's pure like you know right. joy at the suffering of your enemy. It's nothing we've accomplished, obviously, uh, but it doesn't speak well for the division, which you know, to be fair, it has been pretty good over the last multiple years and produced you know Eagles Super Bowls and the sure. Cowboys at least look good until the playoffs. I mean, it's still a power division. It just uh, collapsed in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um. All right, I want to switch to to your part of town. Yeah, uh, I'm talking with our friend Ben White, chief economic correspondent for the Messenger. Find him on Wall Street. He knows all the big players. Um, I I read all your stuff, right? And I think it was yesterday. It, you're not so convinced that rates are going to come that interest rates are going to come down as fast as a lot of people believe. No. Can you explain? Yeah, they're going to come down. You know, they have to. We're, they're high and have been high for a long time, and the Fed wants to bring them down uh, at some point later this year. But there's still, you know, bits of inflation hanging around that are, are not going away. I mean, I, you know, I hate to criticize wages going up as inflationary. We've talked about this. They are, and, you know, you want some wage gains, but not so much that they create inflation, you know, and people pass on the prices from higher wages. So that's kind of sticky. Um, you know, inflation actually on a monthly basis ticked up a little bit last month. Overall, uh, you know, year over year on the core inflation, it was down slightly. So we're still moving in the right direction, but we're over 3% inflation, which is higher than the Fed wants. I mean, 2% is the goal. Uh, so they've still theoretically got a little work to do, and they want that work to be just letting the rates they've already hiked go through the system and, and, and that'll work, but it may take longer than people hope. Uh, and they won't be like slashing rates, you know, in February and March and wall street going you know nuts with uh, easy money again. I, I just think it's going to take a little longer uh, to kill inflation completely How uh, much before we get, break. <laughs> I don't know, late in the year. Yeah. You know, maybe. And what is uh, even like a fall, reasonable fall into winter? So right now it's like six and a half ish, right? 
Yeah, yeah, in the ten year, yeah. I mean, the the, the target rate by the Fed is lower, but that's uh, that's where rates so, are if you measure it by the ten year. So it's it's it was actually pretty cool. I had a conversation with somebody that listens to the program and always says how they enjoy this segment because they kind of learn stuff. We step out of sports for a couple minutes. Yeah, and sure. interest rates. This we're not talking about Wall Street or or investments. Right. Interest rates affect everybody everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, they're they're your auto loan, you know, they're right. your uh, your mortgage. You know, we had seven percent, 30 year fixed rate mortgages for a while looking to go to eight. You know, that wouldn't have been great. Thankfully, that peaked and is easing off a little. Really good news for the housing market uh, and everybody, all of us, you know, who are involved in that or who have credit cards uh, and automobile loans. All of that is derived pretty much directly from where the Fed put rates. It then trickles through the system and, uh, you know, middlemen who give the loans and charge the rates, but they're benchmarked uh, essentially to what the Fed is doing and they impact all of our lives every day and how much money we have to spend and how much our debt costs. Right. And so basically we've grown so accustomed. After, yeah. It's my understanding, you correct me if I'm wrong. After 9-11, it was also yeah. like the, the internet, the dot-com bubble burst. Then you get 9-11, yeah. the economy's in the yeah. tank. Um, yep. Greenspan's like, yo, let's lower rates all the way down. Yep. Let people get all these crazy mortgages. But we've gotten used to damn near 20 years of yeah. 3% rates, right? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lo- looking ahead, where do you think, like, it's probably still too high, but do you think we're getting back to that era, or do they keep things at, like, 5? Like, where's this no, going to go? I think it'll, yeah, I mean, it'll come down uh, a little bit more. Like, I don't know that we're going to get – Back to uh, you know rock bottom cheap money that we had certainly in the aftermath of those crises and then again uh, after COVID I mean we went to zero again essentially from the Fed uh, or below zero technically uh, which is a possible thing for the Fed to do in an emergency is effectively a below zero target interest rate um, and you know we had that for many years and a lot of things grew out of that cheap money like you know lousy Bitcoin companies and uh, a lot of these things that, uh, you know, the kind of day trading stocks, the meme stocks and, you know, frothy stuff uh, driven by cheap money. Um, a lot of that's shaken out. Some more of it will. Um, it does every time, you know, that uh, rates go up and loans have to be paid off by people who took them out and they can't pay them off. Right. Um, but it's not we're not getting to a point, I don't think, where rates stay uh, r- remarkably high by any stretch. We're not going back to 18 percent mortgages or anything. We're already going down and maybe we get five, you know, four percent on the uh, 30 year, maybe not three. So I wouldn't necessarily get excited about getting back there, uh, not to rock bottom, but rates will stay relatively low i think thank you okay i got one last thing and brian i am reading from ben's newsletter lest you yell at me okay Okay. i subscribe to ben's morning newsletter i i really learn a lot from it i'm reading from ben's newsletter today ben's a very accomplished journalist brian (laughs) news of the weird leather bound books news of the weird a University yeah. of Wisconsin chancellor was fired over making vegan porn movies with his wife. Can you help me understand what vegan porn is, Ben? Please. <laughs> I had to find out myself. And I have to, yeah. It, it, in fact, hide the there pickle. is sort of legit. There's sort of legit. Hide the pickle. You know, it's uh, <laughs> right. The pizza. It's all about the pizza Egg man. And, uh, 
vegan pizza dough. Um, no, I guess I guess they do like YouTube videos that are PG thirteen or whatever, and then they also have more in depth, detailed uh, artistic videos on the internet, which involve you know sexual relations, but also involve vegan cooking. I don't know. I thought to myself, yeah, this is odd, you know, but unless there's more to it. I uh, let people do what they weird stuff they want to do in their private lives, and they could still be a chancellor of the University of Wisconsin at whatever branch it was. He's also with uh, his wife. Like clearly, yeah, they're he, they're yeah, into still, it together. Yeah, it but like, still, he had to have known um, that when he put it out there publicly that it was going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah, there's that naked chef, you know, whatever that everybody loves. Ina Garten and her husband, the Jeff Garten, is a Yale. If you're doing it with a, make sure you're doing it at home. Don't behind closed doors, <laughs> not in front of no, a camera. <laughs> You don't have to throw it up on the internet. What's yeah, that? There What's may be that, more uh, to that story that I don't know. OnlyFans. That's, yeah, that's... OnlyFans vegan porn. That's where they were. That's exactly yeah. right, Brian. He seems to know a lot about this. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I work I work with two guys that ask a lot of questions. One, one has a friend that supposedly worked on it that never showed up for an interview. That's true. And the other one asks questions all the time about it. I am a professional hey, question asker. That's what I do. Hey, uh, ben, hey, you know, that's the economy now. It's an economic question. These are side gig. It's a side gig world. You that's know, right. Or do-it-yourself world. Um, yeah. Ben, there are very few people on the planet we could talk commander's general manager, interest rates, and vegan porn and with. vegan porn. And put it pre- in the record books. <laughs> we appreciate your time, sincerely. All right, brothers. All right, Thank man. you. That's Talk our guy. You later. Follow Ben at Economy Ben for news. About Wisconsin chancellors. Let's do this. We're going to give some tickets away next. And I need a weather report from Detroit. Trust me. The prison cell. About five seconds. Five seconds-ish? Did Rooster get lost? I saw him in the aquarium. I said, come in here to the prison cell. And it took him like ten minutes. It took me two seconds. I, got, I didn't know you were calling for me. I wasn't paying attention. Anytime I see you, I'm calling for you. I'm a rooster I, I, addict. I, I love you guys. I appreciate all of you. How uh, are you, Roosters? I'm doing okay. I, I, I got to say this. I don't know the whole story, but I felt bad for you yesterday, man. Being stuck doing your, um, you know, thing uh, and not being a part of the action. Yeah. Ah, dude. God, that sucked. It, it was it, it sucked. Yeah, I was like depressed. But I don't I don't know. If, I, I know. I, I don't know if I'm giving away anything. I have never ever in my life been called or served jury duty at all. You probably shouldn't have said I'm that. 50. <laughs> are you I, a, are you a U.S. citizen? Yeah. Say it, it happens the next. I don't know how this has not happened. Do you think Rooster has a fake social security number, Landfill? Because I think it's possible. I mean, real quick. Caller number 10, 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to see the Hardy Quit Tour with special guests Kip Moore, Travis Denning, Ella Langley. Friday, June 28th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale Friday, January 19th at 10 a.m. courtesy of Live Nation. Um, Brian and I talked earlier this morning. Chris Mm. Russell of the Chris Russell Show starts at 2 o'clock on (laughs) Team 980. Joins us now. Um... Brian and I are of the mindset we believe Ben Johnson's getting this job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's plenty of evidence, anecdotal and real, to suggest it. Um, where are you at? What I can't separate is what Peter's relationship is with Bobby Slowick Jr. Sure. Because you have to look at what Bobby Slowick Jr. has done. And, 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 and I'm a player-first guy. Like, players deserve more of the credit. They deserve more of the blame than Correct. coaches do. That's just the way I am. I'm sorry. That's just the way I'm built. C.J. Stroud, you're also awesome. correct. C.J. Stroud is 
awesome, right? There's nobody that can – just everything he does pretty much turns to gold so far. Long way to go in his career before we put on the gold jacket and all that stuff. But to me, what Bobby Slowick has done with that offense, with having four-fifths of the starting all – now it helps to have Laramie Tunsil at your left tackle spot, but even he was banged up the other day and shut down Miles Garrett, right? What he has done with that offense as a whole, no Tank Dell down the stretch, no Damian Pierce was expected to be a big part of that offense. They went to Singletary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What he has and done with that offense is his, incredible. It's his offense. It's his building. Yes. It's his room. And – D'Amico's a defensive guy. Right, and he worked with Adam Peters in San Francisco. Now, I know everybody's trying to connect Adam Peters to Chris Spielman and Rick Spielman and Detroit and Ben Johnson, and I got it. Ben Johnson's got more experience as a play caller. I understand that. All I would say is if Bobby Sloak Jr. in Houston comes out and they somehow light a 28 spot on the Ravens, whether they win or lose, I wouldn't close the door on Bobby Sloak Jr. All right, that's fair. That's, right? I think it's real fair. Do you want to know who you have aligned yourself with on our program? Jeff. Landfill? Jeff. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Put me down for Ben Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of Peters yesterday? I thought it was great. Uh, I, I thought the first three or four minutes when he was thanking everybody and recognizing everybody, and I know that's something that a lot of people do, but I thought he had – there was genuine, real emotion and appreciation for the path that he's traveled, right? All the other things that he said make sense. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys. Um, you know, I've been kind of bouncing back and forth, you know, between you guys and, and, and Sheehan this morning. Um, I – I thought I thought his show was on before. <laughs> I thought what he said about not being in a box and not choosing offense or defense, whether he's legit or not, I do believe there's some th- some belief in me that he was not just saying that just to say it. Talking about leaders, talking about getting a leader, the right leader, and he was saying the buildings filled with good people. You know that. You know that. They do need leadership. They do need one direction. They do need, and not the band, uh, they do, They need some one voice without that one voice just wish-washing all over the place, or, yeah. you know, whatever the term that I was, I was looking for. They need that. They need structure. They need belief. They need vision. And, again, they don't need to shoehorn themselves into just an offensive guy. I agree do I believe that. it'll be an offensive guy? Sure. Right. I mean, that's, the odds tell us it'll be an offensive guy. It's like saying, is Duke going to be in the men's basketball tournament? Yeah, of course they're going to be in the men's basketball tournament. I think tournament. they missed yep. it last year. That's not a good, saying, good thing to use around here, ago, though. Uh, Rooster, nobody want to hear about Duke being in a little damn tournament. Yeah, what the hell, I, it was just <laughs> It was just the first thing that there came to my feeble mind. There was implication there, Landfill, that – me or Brian knew at all what word he was trying to say. For all I know, you could have shouted Zaza Patuli. <laughs> That's my guy. I did have a question. I was hoping he got traded to the Wizards. How great would that be? Hey, what's I mean, the trade deadline? You I mean, got, instead you of, got a yeah, it's coming more up. Weeks? Instead of Isaiah Livers, we got to get Zaza here. At, listen, this show, not that fond of livers. So what, whatever they want to do. Um, <laughs> what about liver and onions? Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's yeah. gross. Disgusting. It's gross. I did want to ask you. Yeah. Liverwurst? No, no. I've, I've had liverwurst. I've had liverwurst. It's all right. It's, all it's right. like bologna, right? Yeah, more or less. I mean, it's a pun more pungent bologna, but it's it's. I mean, it's not that far from it. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm my I'm, uncle. You're my guy. Used to eat 
liver mush, Ooh. like a breakfast so, uh, right, pate. Nah, man, he fried it up for breakfast. Ugh. You get like eggs and liver mush. Ugh. It was like a scrapple. I've Maybe s- it was like the rural North yeah. Carolina version of scrapple. Maybe I've seen like ch- people eat chopped chicken livers and all that. I can't do oh, all that. Oh, uh, that. I mean, I like food. Obviously, are disgusting. Anyway, anyway, well, while we're talking about yeah. food, um, I wanted to ask you. I feel like you might be, have some level of expertise on in, this topic. In food, yes, I like to eat. Um, no, this is oh. yeah, it's a food question, but it's also, I, you know. I know you have a lot of hobbies, mm-hmm. and I know that you are a, a strict constitutional scholar. Um, <laughs> do you believe this is fair, that a University of Wisconsin chancellor was fired over making vegan porn movies with his wife? Vegan porn? Yes. What the hell is vegan porn? We figured you were the expert. <laughs> we figured you knew. Well, you, you often accuse me wrongly of being the horniest guy on the internet or whatever it is. I, I, I think I, you li- did Listen, that. I mean, what do you do? Do you take a squash and use that in your porn movie? I, I don't know what you do. <laughs> Landville, the amount of good drops you just got. <laughs> <laughs> Word. He'll go back and get them. Do you I mean, think, is that good enough? Do you think it's fair for this dude to get fired? It's with his wife. Oh, listen, I mean, if you want to make some porn with your wife, go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you want to use a... Can't you put it out publicly. No, no, that, that's, that's probably... But listen, we have politicians. There was the politician, the woman politician in Virginia that was on, uh, what is it, OnlyFans yeah. or Fans Only or whatever it is? Yeah, trying to act don't like act you don't, like know, you the don't know what it is. I don't, I've never been on any of what those. What about my man, and it's so ironic that his name was Wiener. Remember the dude from New York? Yeah, Michael, just, Michael Wiener. <laughs> Michael yeah. Wiener, sure. I thought it was Anthony. Oh, Anthony, Anthony. Wiener. I, yeah, was in, right. uh, I was in the uh, Sharknado uh, 2 movie with him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you, Ryan Kerrigan, Anthony, Anthony Wiener, Wiener, and Chase Hughes. <laughs> now, now, that's a combination. Whew. That's a combination. Oh, uh, Roosterini. Thank you, buddy. Good to see you guys. Yeah, you too, man. Uh, Denton Day, the college basketball, perhaps, Insiders Insider, joins us next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.